Christina here. We are hitting you with that part two of Big Little Lies season two. So we'll be talking about the second half of the season. And as you all remember from last episode, I have no idea what's going on. So a lot of a lot of information for me is oohs and ahs. And without further ado, season two, part two. Well, that that's how the episode ends. She goes to the party and the last thing... She has the picture of her sincerely, like her, almost like her dead body in water, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's um, the last thing I've seen. So not everything you say after this point, I have no idea. Ruin this for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I will do this brief. Okay. So it opens with the murder again. Oh, also Nathan and Ed fight at the party. You know what? Can, I Yeah, I remember make, that. Can we say we're done talking about Nathan and Ed? I'm yeah. bored. Board. Moving on. You keep bringing it up. Sorry. I'm reading my notes. So, <laughs> Celeste and Mary Louise meet with the judge and to, like, start out these, like, family court hearings. Mm-hmm. Mary Louise does not shut up. Like, she takes a moment to, like, stand up to the judge and be like, like, I need to say something. Like, I'm going into this. Like, I don't think Celeste is a bad mother, but, like, sh- I, like... I need to take the boys for right now. And Celeste, it, like, truly feels helpless. Like, the, the crazy thing is that she feels really helpless. However, Celeste was a lawyer, so she should know a lot right. of what the proceedings for this. However, she's letting her emotions take over. But later on, she'll get go full so, uh, lawyer Celeste, the way that she did Before. In, the, in the first yeah. season. Okay. And it's fantastic. Don't worry, Celeste comes back. Uh, okay, so Ed and Madeline go to a couple's trip, and it... They make a comment, like, is this a swingers convention? No, it was actually literally, like, them in a room full of other people, and the person was like, I want you to wander the space. It has all these other couples on it. Like, I want you to wander the space, and if you see someone and you feel like you want to give them a hug, take your time and give them a hug. And they leave there and be like, what a crock of crap that was. (laughs) But on the way back... Ed opens up to Madeline, and he tells her that ever since their first date, he feels like he was being interviewed by Madeline. It wasn't them getting to know each other. It was Madeline hearing about Ed, Ed checking all of her boxes of, yes, he will be a good companion mm-hmm. and a good father. Okay. Because she already had Abigail, and not even, like like a father to Chloe, a father to Abigail mostly, because she was hurt so badly by Nathan just up and leaving her that she was going about it very, like, methodically. Right. And also, he told her, like, you weren't going down the path of of lust, because that's what you did with Nathan. Like, you and Nathan, it was all about lust, it was all about emotions. With us, it was more about practicality. And that hurt him, and... Oh, no, no, He was like, you know, it didn't hurt him. He said, you know what? That's fine. Like, if you want to be practical, if you want to think about this, that's fine. But you're the one who decided in the middle of all of this to make the impractical choices of sleeping with someone else. Right. Like, you're the one who took this off the rails. And he admitted that he can't trust her. Makes sense. Yeah. Celeste openly admits that she's not in the right state of mind. Um, In court? No, but, like, to uh, Madeline. Okay. So, also, there's one scene. So, Ziggy is getting bullied on the yard by, like, some guys, and he... The kids are basically saying, like, 
like, your dad, like, abused your mom and, like, all this stuff. Like, they went in as, as cruel kids can do. Max and Josh show up and they, the three of them basically beat up this one kid for, like, saying mean things about their dad. Um, and they, all three of them get suspended from school for a week. I mean, the three of them beating up a boy and, like, inflicting violence on someone worries both Jane and Celeste, especially, like, Celeste, because she tells her boys that that is wrong, and one of them calls her a bitch. Right. Yeah. And it's just, it basically goes into, they don't want the kids to wind up like Perry. Yeah. They are going through a hard time, and it's bad that everyone knows this, and that they're getting made fun of it for it, but, like, violence isn't the answer. Right. And it's a hard thing for them to let the boys know because that's just their immediate response. Right. Okay, so furthering the court thing. So Mary Louise's lawyer mm-hmm. wants to bargain with her as opposed to going to court because, like, they meet with the judge and then they were going to, like, offer up a deal. And the deal was joint custody, so, like... Celeste would have the boys during the week, and then Mary Louise would have the boys dur- on the weekend, and mandatory, like, rehab for Celeste for her drug problem and her sex addiction as well. Uh, no, I think it was just a drug problem, sorry. She disagrees, and she's like, no, we're going to court. So the trial is now pushed to court, and that's what happens throughout the rest of the okay. the last couple episodes. You see mostly court. Nathan gets Bonnie a treadmill so that she doesn't have to run around <laughs> everywhere, Um, we find out, so in this episode, you find out more about Bonnie and her mother. Her mom actually had a rage issue, and Bonnie confides in her father that why didn't you do something about it? Because Bonnie's mom actually did, like, physically abuse Bonnie. That's why you saw her, like, shoving her head under the water when she was trying to swim. Like, she was was... physically abusive to Bonnie. Okay. Her mother was. Okay. And her dad said to her, like well, one of the reasons why I felt like I couldn't do anything, so I tried to take most of her abuse instead of you. And that's where we kind of get with, like, Bonnie and her mom. Bonnie's mom has... So once she's in the hospital, she's, like, comatose. Like, she has her surgery and she can't speak. She does wake up and she says to Bonnie, you're drowning. Like, that's the the first thing she says, you're drowning. Uh... Celeste has a moment... Well, the mother was also an alcoholic, Yes, she was. Yeah. Because there's, like, a little undertone to it. Yeah, earlier in the season when they're out to dinner. I was... I immediately thought of that. So maybe that's where the rage came from when she was drinking too much? Yeah, it was probably, like, alcoholism mixed with just abuse. Some people just get really angry when they drink. Yeah. Jane and Corey try to take their relationship to a physical level, Mm. and then she winds up crying. So, yeah. Also, at the end of the episode, because Bonnie's mom wakes up, Bonnie's Bonnie's mom asks asks Bonnie to kill her. She's like, kill me, please. And, like, we constantly get visions for the rest of the season of Bonnie almost killing her, with, like, smothering her with her pillow. Um, Also, at the end of this episode... Do we know why she wants to be killed? Sorry. Because she's basically, she's not going to get any better. She's in a comatose, like, she said that, but then she's in a comatose state afterwards, and she's just not, she's in and out of it. So she's not getting any better. Okay. Um, also, at the end of that episode, we see Bonnie walking to the police station again, because she's constantly, like, you can tell Bonnie's just constantly, constantly feeling guilty going over it, wants to, uh, um, she's constantly fighting with herself, 
and she wants to turn herself in but as she goes to turn herself in Corey, who is jane's like special person mm-hmm. for lack of a better sure. word uh is leaving so you think like is he working with the police like what like that's fishy then it also ends with ed is at a bar with tori who is joseph's wife joseph is the guy that madeline yeah. sleeps with mm-hmm. and she is like coming on to ed and then joseph is like watching her it's it's creepy because well, she knows that joseph and madeline were a thing and then like yes but yeah. so does ed but she's like literally like boobs out coming up to ed and Joseph's watching her from a corner. So I don't know what's going on there. Well, actually, no, I do know because I watched the I watched the last two episodes. Okay. So it opens with Jane. Well, it opens with Perry's death again. Jane confronts Corey and asks her him, like, point blank, are you a cop? Are you working with the police? What's going on? And he says that he actually got called in for questioning by the detective. So the detective is like trying to figure out like everything that's going on with right, him and keeping the, an eye on all of them. The detective realizes that there's an issue here. The Monterey Five. Yeah. We also see, then we see the detective and Mary Louise going through their, all of their, like, initial testimonies. Okay. And they're all trying to catch the lie. Because you have five women telling the same story. They're going to gross them on, someone says this, I forget who. They're going to roast all of them on the same, like, questions until one of them slips up, one of them messes up their story that they've all, like, made up. They've all fabricated. Okay. Okay, so we get, like, all five girls because they call, like, an emergency meeting because they're going to court. And because they're going to court, those women could be called up to testify and that's where they're going to, like, roast them. So it's going to be more just, like, more than family court. It could also, like, lead to something else. They are all, like, arguing about it, and Madeline straight up accuses Bonnie of pushing him. She's like, well, Bonnie was the one who pushed him, like, true Madeline form. Bonnie suggests to her dad to pull the plug on her mom because she's just in this comatose state and not getting better. Mm -hmm. The dad doesn't want to do it. Ed questions Madeline because she he kind of knows that something's going on with her. Madeline hasn't told her anything about, like, the detective or the lie or anything of that because I guess she can't implicate him, which makes sense. Right. But Ed can sense that, like, something's going on and he doesn't trust her still. Okay. Actually, so Bonnie actually suggests to the doctor, I think I, ju- I just said that, like, Bonnie suggests the doctor and her dad to pull plug. Mm-hmm. The doctor was like, I can't do that. Like, it's, I don't know. Maybe she didn't have anything written. Yeah. So, Celestin appears... So, the court happens. The judge says from the very beginning, like, she does not want to remove the children from their home. Because their children... Like, that's the children's home. That's their mom. Right. But they do want to go into further, like, see if she is fit to be... to. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm not doing such a great job. You right are. <laughs> I'm here for you. Thank you. So, yeah, you said that they would go back and forth to this case with the mother. I understand, but if we turn the fan on, then we can't do the podcast. I know. I know. So... Okay, so... The case... She said that she was not willing to do joint custody. That, no. And now we're picking it back up from there. Okay. Okay, so it starts with Celeste on the stand, and she's being questioned by the prosecutor. Things immediately get very, very personal. Like, they dive into her and Perry's relationship, their sexual relationship. Basically, all of... On the stand? On the stand. Oh, my God. Basically, all of the questions 
that the therapist asked Celeste when she was first like talking to her about moving like or no about leaving she's like well why didn't you tell anyone about the abuse you didn't tell anyone about the abuse it's not until later on like that's they, basically all of the like questions that the they prepped her for that the therapist yeah prepped her for that said almost that verbatim yes because she didn't tell anybody and that's when she kind of stepped over her bounds and Celeste was like I was a lawyer and you can't really do this and the therapist was like yeah but I'm gonna do this when I think that one of my patients is like in immediate danger yeah and like everything that you're saying that happened on that stand it happened yes with the therapist giving her a hypothetical situation which was foreshadowing I knew it yep I knew it (laughs) yes it did happen sorry I had to I had to make it oh you know what I forgot to mention you remember when Celeste sleep was a bartender in like earlier in the season uh-huh. Okay, so Jane and Celeste are yes. You remember the and the uh, the uh, the mother-in-law comes home and finds him there. Yes. Well, guess what? The bartender gets called up onto the stand. Whew. We also find out that it's not just the bartender who Celeste has been sleeping with because that scene where she like crashes her car when she's in this ambient state mm-hmm. um, it turns out that Celeste has been sleeping with a bunch of different guys to try to get over Perry and she's in like di- multiple levels of like blacked out, drunk Ambien, Vicodin, all this other crap okay. so she doesn't fully remember everything but basically like she's been sleeping with a lot of people. One of them like She's been sleeping in, like, public restrooms, or, like, she's, like, doing it in public restrooms. One guy was actually, like, in her bed. She was passed out, and, like, the kids were trying to get her attention, and he told the kids to go back to bed. Just, like, a lot of, a lot Yikes. of stuff. Cel- Celeste's going through something. How did, how did we all find out this? Well... Because Celeste doesn't remember. They, like, she starts questioning, like, the through the prosecution, through, like, questioning, et cetera, et cetera. Then the prosecutor starts questioning her about uh, Perry's fall, and she brings up a computer simulation of Perry falling. And they said, if you f- if he f- slipped and fell as a normal person, he would land this way. But if someone pushed him, he would land this way, which is the way that they found. And you see the detective sitting in the like courtroom as well. So the detective must have given the prosecution, or not the prosecution, yeah, Mary Louise's lawyer, mm-hmm. that video because those two were working together. So that must have been the trade-off. I didn't think you could bring that back up if the case was already done. That has nothing to do with this case. Oh, I guess it did. Also, one of the reasons why we um, saw all those guys, and there were a bunch of pictures of all these guys, is because the detective was having Celeste followed, and that's why she had, like, pictures and, like, comments from all the guys that she's been sleeping with. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, which is something that you see throughout the show, because you see her, like, showing up at a bunch of different places. Like, she's there when Renata's husband gets arrested. Um, you um, see, like, her following Bonnie. Like, the detective's always in the background. She always has, like, yeah. an eye on them. Okay, so that was the end of the first round of questioning with the... Mm-hmm. That. With the that. With the that. <laughs> with, uh, from... That was the first line of questioning with, against, like, Celeste, and from the family... Okay. From Mary Louise's lawyer. Madeline tells Celeste, like, she should really fight for the boys. We find out that the reason Tori came up to Ed in the bar, because there's a very awkward scene in a Starbucks, Tori is proposing that she and Ed have sex. 
because she told Joseph, like, I can only get past this if I do what you did to me. And the only person that she could really, like, see doing that is... Ed. Ed, because that happened to her, too. Poor Ed. Yeah. And, like, you see him, like, kind of be like, uh, maybe, but no, he doesn't actually do it. Then Jane confronts Mary Louise, like, she goes to her house and she's like, why are you doing this to Celeste? Like, she's a good mother. And then Ziggy told Mary Louise about, uh, Jane having a gun. She's like, well, why did you move to Monterey? Like, my son lived here. You had a gun. Were you planning on shooting my son? Like, my son? Blah, 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 blah. So starts accusing her of a bunch of stuff. Um... Yeah, but she didn't know. She didn't know that Perry was there. She never met Perry, remember? Yeah. Up until but, that last moment. But Mary Louise is, accuses them of a lot of things, oh, so why not God. that, too? Um, Just throw it in there. Bonnie... Okay, so the end of this episode is Bonnie writing a letter to her mother, and that's when you, like, about... Her mother's still alive. No, her mother is in a coma. Is in a coma. Technically alive. Yeah. She writes a letter to her mother that she was abused by her. She admits that she is settling for Nathan, that she doesn't really love Nathan. Really? Yeah. She admits that to her mother that she pushed Perry, which, like, her mother can still hear it because she's in a coma, but she admits, like, I did this. Um, says that she snaps, and the reason why she pushed Perry was because she saw this abuse and she felt like that was her mother. And her w- way to stand up to her mother was to push Perry down the stairs. To stop it. Exactly. Okay. Uh, she, but at the end, she wants to forgive her and that she loves her. At the end of this episode, so we see all of the questioning. Then at the end, Celeste stands up and she says, Your Honor, like, you investigated me. You investigated my life. I think that it's important that we investigate Mary Louise's because she is going to be the, uh, she's going to be the guardian. Like, she should be investigated as well to see where the boys are going. And she is able to be the, because she is a lawyer, she's going to represent herself. So she's going to be doing the one, she's going to be the one to question Mary Louise. Oh. So that's the the final episode. And now we're on the final episode. Oh my goodness. This has been, I'm very sorry. No, it's It's been a little bit of a struggle today. Okay. It's start, the, Honestly, this season has been meh, but these last couple episodes are where it gets real good and real juicy, and this episode is where it gets mm. real, real juicy. What's the final they, they episode? Dr- I would they hope so. Drag, they drag out so much stuff that, like, this final episode is just like, yes, I wish this was, like, more than All okay. right. Anyway. Tell me about this, and then we're having coffee. Okay. Let's go. Okay. So, Celeste, it opens up with Celeste watching videos on her on her iPad, because you even saw that in, like, the beginning of the, yes. the season. Like, you see videos of Perry. They seem to videotape a lot. And as she's watching the videos that, like, the boys have filmed, she you see her face go, <gasps> Okay. Okay. Um... Ziggy asks Jane if she loves Corey, and uh, Corey is... Yep. Yeah. I had to process it. I'm with you. And basically, like, kind of pushes her, and, like, Jane basically admits it. Like, yes, I do. There is a great scene of Mary Louise and Renata in a Starbucks, because it seems like Mary Louise just interacts with each one of these characters and pisses them off, and Renata is no, like... Renata actually calls her a judgy judger. Yes. Um... And Renata is ordering Americano, 
and uh, Mary Louise orders a uh, tea, and as, like, Renata, she gets Renata so upset, and they're yelling at each other, and then she storms out without getting her Americano, and Mary Louise just goes, don't worry, wrap it up. We, they were, like, on their way to court, and she's like, don't worry, wrap it up, we're going to the same place anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, after that, this is a huge, huge thing. You get a flashback to a car accident, you see Raymond lifeless in his car seat and a scared Perry, and you see young Mary Louise, mm-hmm. like, shaking Perry, saying, why did you, do, like, why did you do this? Why did you do this? Or something along those lines. Okay. And that's, like, a huge thing. Like, I question, like, does Celeste know about this? Does anyone know about this? Because this is a flashback. Like, you can right. see Mary Louise is, like, something's up with her. Then Celeste starts questioning her, and you can tell Celeste does know about it. What happened was, is Mary Louise is driving with Raymond and Perry, and she lost her temper. They keep saying she lost her temper, got into a massive car accident, and, like... That's how Raymond was killed. That's how Raymond died. Oh, my God. And... She, Celeste says that my relationship with Perry, Perry has told me throughout the years that Mary Louise was abusive to her, to him, both physically and mentally, because... To Perry. To Perry, because she constantly blamed Perry for Raymond's death, because Perry was the one to cause Mary Louise to lose, lose her, her temper. temper. And that is what Oh my god, no. Yes, and apparently she was even physically abusive, she denies it, but that is part of the, so we find out more about Perry, like that's part of the reason why he is the way he is. Like he's constantly blaming other people for losing his temper. Yeah. And it stems from his mother. Makes sense. Look what you made me do. That's what, uh he mary louise told perry man taylor swift had it right all along look what you made me do i hate this (laughs) then uh then like she even brings up that like perry raped jane like she kind of like ties it in because you have all these women sitting there this whole time but does she have probable cause for any of this stuff like well okay hold on we're getting there so mary louise starts freaking out she's like deny 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 no that's not true she's pulling a ronnie then celeste did that go over your head (laughs) i got it now jersey shirt deny 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 oh my gosh then celeste pulls (laughs) Like, so Mary Louise is saying, like, my son was a good boy. He would never hurt anyone. He would never do anything. Then Celeste turns on a video because what she found on the iPad was her boys had secretly videotaped a video of Perry beating up Celeste. And that's what she plays. So she has that piece of evidence that he actually did abuse her. And the boys were witness to it. Oh. Because Celeste had said all along, like, they've the definitely seen the it. boys don't know. But throughout this whole, like, show, you can tell that the kids are so intuitive. Like, Amabel is having anxiety because of her parents and the world's ending. <laughs> um, like, Josh and Max know what's going on about their mom. Chloe knows exactly what's going on about her dad She and her mom. She's constantly saying, like, are you guys going to get divorced? What's happening? Like, right. these kids are more intuitive than you put on. So they obviously knew, and they yeah. finding that video of them really just was the icing on the cake. In the end, just so you know, mm-hmm. um, Josh and Max wind up with Celeste. Okay. The judge 
does not grant uh, Mary Louise custody. And Josh and Max are actually in that courtroom. And what I thought was like so great, like the whole time she has conversation with Josh and Max, they're like, I don't want to leave you. Like, I don't want to leave. Like, we love our grandma, but like, you're our mom. We want to stay with you. And when they get that like hearing and everything is good, like Celeste hugs her boys and then she tells them, go hug your grandmother because Mary Louise leaves and she's very upset and they run over to Mary Louise and they give her a hug. So basically like, yes, Mary Louise is terrible and like... Yeah, but Celeste was like, I'm gonna... I'm gonna keep the peace. Exactly. But I'm gonna let you know. Yeah. Like you like you think that you're right but you're wrong. I can handle myself. I may not be like doing such a great job right now, but I can be better. Yeah, but I belong with me. I think she needed that kick in the pants. Yeah. Kick in the kick in the pants. Kick in the head. Um <laughs> from Mary Louise to be like, oh, I have to get it together. Like, exactly. I need to get myself together otherwise she could have been down a similar path as Mary Louise and since we don't know because Mary Louise is like mentally checked out right yeah pretty much we don't know if she was like oh let me like set a fire under this so that I can like get her to get back to where it was or like let me I think that it was more just selfish I think it was selfish reasons too but Celeste is the bigger person and was like you know what like you said keep the peace like yeah. The, they are her grandsons, like, they should, and they do love her, because the kids do love Mary Louise. But, and Celeste's character has always traditionally been keeping the peace. Like, she hit her boys, she hugged them. When her and, um, Perry would get into a fight, she would be the first to apologize, or even if she stood up for herself, it was in a tender way. Yeah. When Jane came to her yeah. and said, do you hate me? I think this was at the beginning of season two. Yeah. I would hate me. I would be mad with me. Yeah. She's like, how can I be mad at you? You didn't know yeah. that he was mine. You didn't know all this other stuff. Yeah. And if anything, she was like, I'm so sorry that this happened to you. Yeah. So like, periodically, this has been a character trait that has been consistent from the beginning of season one. Yeah. 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 Cool. Okay, hold on. So, Bonnie's mom is not doing well, had another seizure. Oh. Um, Bonnie's mom, Ashley, dies, and Bonnie was not the one to do it, surprisingly. Okay. Uh, Bonnie flat out tells Nathan that she doesn't love him. Okay. And doesn't think she's ever been in love with him, and... Nathan gets what, like, Nathan basically got what, what he gave Madeline. It yep. was, like, the both best cosmic karma ever. Madeline and Ed reconcile. Like, there's a whole scene where, like, Madeline is wearing her old wedding dress and dancing around to, like, a 1980s pop song. And, like, Ed and her are able to reconcile. And they actually have a vow ceremony. And, like, when Ed suggests it... She's like, oh, we'll have a big party and it's going to be great. And he's like, no, it's going to be you, me, Chloe, and Abigail. And that's at the beach. And she's like, that sounds great. And at the end of this episode, you see them have this small vow renewal where it's just the four of them. And it's very, very sweet. And you can tell that they're going to be on a good term. Because they're in a place right now where they can build on their relationship. Uh, Gordon, so you find out a while ago, like last episode and also this episode yeah gordon was screwing the nanny and paying her for it (gasps) so renata is basically done with gordon she's like i no more with you like just done wow so she is in a place where like oh also you know how he has all those trains in the basement i do now no in the first you see it in the early episodes 
Okay. Where he has all this train, he has all these model trains, and like basically, like their whole house is emptied because they had to sell everything mm-hmm. and get rid of any everything. Oh yes. Okay. But he has that whole train set up. Yes. She goes downstairs, and that whole train up is still there. And she's like, why didn't you sell these? Didn't she tell him to get rid of it or something? Yes. Yeah. Well, she goes, why didn't you send, sell these? And he said, I did. But the guy who owns them now knows that they're a lot better here where I can take care of them and watch them than anywhere else. And they just, the value of them just grows throughout the years. So I'm allowed to keep them. And Renata takes a ba- baseball bat and smashes all of it. She goes crazy. And it was fantastic. Absolutely great. So she's reclaiming her Well, she's also been known to go. Go crazy, but yes. yes, she just smashes the crap out of everything. At the end of all of this, mm-hmm. you see Bonnie send a text message to all of them. And you see Bonnie going to the police station. As we've seen the whole time, we see all the women show up for her. And they all go into this police station following Bonnie and that is how it ends, so you can assume that she turns herself in. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And if they're going to do a season three, it's going to be a further deep dive into a trial against them. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Sorry, this was very long. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, I'm. Oh, they'll probably do a season three. They probably will. But Are they contracted to? Season... Sometimes that's how you can tell if they're contracted to. Another I don't season. know. They need. To, they probably need to renew it. I don't think this season was as good as the first season. I thought that it dragged out a lot. Well, they had a lot of plots mini plots that needed to be satisfied yeah so it kind of seems like they used the second season to like make sure they filled in all those not necessarily plot holes but different pathways like it it twists and turned into so many different ways that they had to like continue and then like bring some of those paths back together so i think maybe the second season did a lot more of catching up yeah kind of like Stranger Things in the beginning, right? Where it's like mostly like a a 1980s teenage movie and then the monsters come. Yeah, true. I feel like it might have been like that without monsters. Without monsters. Yeah. Only Perry. Well, he was a monster. He always pretends to be a monster. He did. Interesting, interesting. That's okay. (laughs) Okay, so this was a longer episode. Sorry. We we appreciate you listening. Sorry that you literally watch all of my brain farts where I'm like, uh... No, it's good. I felt like this is like how we normally talk to each other anyway. Like when you have things to fill me in and I sit here and I'm like, "Mm -hmm, Mm mm-hmm, right? Okay. And then I ask questions that take us off track and then we somehow get back on it. So... This was, this was normal. This was normal. It was. Okay, we're going to have a cup of coffee, yes. and we will see you next week. Bye. Hello, it's me again, and I'm here to thank you for listening to our episode. I hope you enjoyed it. We can't wait for Big Little Lies Season 3, but we will. That will be quite some time from now. But in the meantime, you can follow us, Two Girls Watch TV, on Instagram. Please, please, please DM us if you have ideas, if there's things you like, if there's things you don't like. We will pick and choose the comments that we respond to based on how we feel on that day or how much coffee that we've had. You can follow Danielle at Danielle Kobianchi, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E-C-O-B-I-A-N-C-H-I. And you can follow me at Classic Stina, the word classic, and then Stina, S-T-I-N-A. Let us know. Tell us things. Please rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you'd like. That would be super fantastic. I think that's all I had to say, and I wish you all a wonderful week, and sorry again about getting this episode out late. Uh, Danielle and I had to be toy soldiers. More on that next week.